Welcome to Health Unchained. For episodes 35 to 42, I spoke with startups that are not actually using blockchain technology in their businesses, at least not yet. These are health technology companies that are part of the Mass Challenge Health Tech Competition or were previously involved in a startup accelerator program. On June 25, 2019, I attended the impressive 2019 Mass Challenge Health Tech Finale event in Boston where I met with these entrepreneurs and we discussed their businesses and their health industry insights. We also scratched the surface of how distributed ledger technology could potentially provide additional value to their users. I had a great time at this event and would like to thank the entire Mass Challenge staff for the awesome opportunity and their great hospitality. You're all doing great work supporting innovation in the healthcare space. I'm looking forward to seeing more blockchain technology companies in your future health tech cohorts. Mass Challenge Health Tech brings a startup-friendly approach to accelerating the impact of digital health solutions. Applications for the 2020 program will open September 2019, with finalists chosen in December. The startup competition is from January to June 2020. Startups get free office space, more than $250,000 in equity-free prizes, structured goals and milestones management process help from a thriving community, and all startup finalists are matched with corporate champions who support the entrepreneurs throughout the entire process. 2019 champions include AARP, Accenture, Boston Children's Hospital, Cerner, Cisco, Humana, Massachusetts Health Policy Commission, Microsoft, Optum Ventures, Philips HealthWorks, Sanofi, Vertex, and over a dozen more. This is such a great opportunity. I encourage you, if you believe that you have a startup in the healthcare space, you should apply to Mass Challenge Health Tech this year. And finally, one announcement uh, for my listeners. If you are new to the healthcare blockchain space, you should check out the show notes for a link to a Udemy course for non-technical healthcare professionals. Don't hesitate to sign up. There is real value in understanding blockchain's potential impact in healthcare. You can even use my special discount promo code DOGUM2019 for 75% off the regular price of the course. I truly enjoyed speaking to all the entrepreneurs at the Mass Challenge Health Tech finale, and I hope that you enjoyed my conversations too. Okay, I'm here with Marigold Health, um, and can you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Sadhya Pratik. I'm the Chief Data Scientist at Marigold Health. And today we're here at the Mass Challenge finale, Health Tech finale, and Marigold Health actually won one of the awards, the Judges Award, the Anthem Award. So congratulations to you. That's a big accomplishment. Thank you. Great job. Um, can you kind of introduce you know, the organization, what they do, and what problem you guys are trying to solve? So fundamentally, Medical Health is a mobile application for text-based group therapy and peer support that uses AI algorithms running in messages within the groups to kind of identify users who might be at risk of relapse or you know depression ahead of time. The, the problem that you're trying to tackle is that for a lot of people, mental health services are either too expensive or inaccessible. So uh, it's just, you know, not they, a lot of them don't get the care that they need. And at the same time, like even the people who actually go to, you know, uh, actually seek care, like the retention uh, for all of these like treatment is pretty bad. 
The bigger problem uh, from like a provider perspective is that if you need like patients to come to like a certain number of sessions for them to like actually get the care that they yeah, need. Yeah, you can't like, get it yeah. in the first try. You and most session. people like come in for like one or two sessions and then they just drop off. So uh, what, what we kind of do is like with this application, we want to b- help both the patients as well as the providers. And the way it is is for the patients, because it's a you know 24-7 open chat group, like they can just, you know, log in, send a text message, like they're not feeling well, they can post that they want help and they get it like instantly. Like so it's a good community online yes, that you can speak to. It's like, is it with a professional mental health counselor or what kind of other, providers? It's other patients. Other so patients. it's like a small group of like... Support patients. Yeah, 10 other like patients who are dealing with the same problem. So if it's say substance use and it's like other people who are dealing with substance use issues. And so the kind of advice that you get is also from like people who know what you're going through. So it's, it's more trustworthy than like someone who's like never actually dealt dealt with you know the problems they're facing so that's the kind of help that they get from the patient's end from the provider perspective like traditionally if someone dropped off the only way you'd reach them would be like sending them a newsletter and like who actually reads newsletters Right. right it's it's terrible like return rates and all of that so they can not only get a sense of like what the patients are doing when they're like not at the center uh, but the algorithms also give insights into are they getting better? Are they, you know, n- needing more help? And it it can help them identify like what are the what kinds of treatment modalities are driving improvements among certain populations, and hmm. you can customize care based off of that. So, what types of you know substance abuse are you be talking about here that you're seeing on your platform primarily? Uh, it's a pretty broad case, but right now the patients that we're dealing with are those who are like on medicated assisted treatment. Basically, one of the ways, uh, like there are a lot of different ways in people in which people get treatment for like uh, substance use conditions. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like there's a tradition like you know NA uh, groups like Narco- uh, Narcotics Anonymous, mm-hmm. and it's like entirely peer support. They have like an entire program that's uh, so just like. Know, is it like heroin addiction? Is it? Um, it it could know, be any, any yeah. It could be like uh, most of it is like painkillers, op- you opioids. know, opioids. It's opioids, right? Uh, but but broadly, what what you do in Matt is that uh, there are certain drugs like you know uh, Suboxone, Methadone, and what they do is they kind of um, help you wean you he- off. Help the, you wean you off. They right. like they they cut off like the the signals that kind of you know trigger, uh, trigger dopamine that, effects trigger the that, dependence. Yeah. So it 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 it's an, it essentially helps them you know deal with the cravings and uh, stuff. Like the two of them have like different me- mechanisms of working, but broadly like uh, the goal is people come in like you know they get a drug test and then they meet a doctor who you know who adjusts their dosage or something and they might get that they might come in like say once a week or and that's like adjusted based on like how recent they are so the rest of the time they're like not at the center and like the providers have no idea what they're doing mm-hmm. and our app can give them that information interesting very cool when was the company founded and why uh so officially i think it was about two and a half years ago but the founders were working on it for about a year before mm-hmm. uh, at, at school. So we're all out of Johns Hopkins University. And it first started as a chat application for one of the founders' friends who wanted like a way to keep in touch with their um, you know, in-person like uh, therapy group. Mm-hmm. And because it was like an anonymous chat group, like people started talking about it a lot more comfortably. Like they were, they oh, were discussing. It was anonymous too, yeah. so that made it yeah. okay, more so, comfortable. And we realized that like, they realized that uh, 
it was a great power like anonymity makes people more comfortable talking about things stuff they didn't actually even tell the therapist face to face and you know the power of anonymity is great but then with anonymity you have the risk of trolls uh, people being malicious and you might even have like someone posting like at you know 4 a.m. that they want to kill themselves and there's no one in the group to like actually respond to that so they realized early on that they needed all of the natural language processing to kind of identify uh, essentially have the ai act as a layer of moderation for patients hmm. and uh, the founder was my roommate at hopkins and he was like we need someone to build the nlp and that's when i joined Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so you're more on the technical side of things. Yep. And you know, natural language processing is is your um, is your key. Yeah. Like uh, that, I was doing my I was doing my masters uh, in that. Oh, very yeah. cool. Nice. Um, how many users do you have, and how many employees currently? Oh, uh, we have four employees full time. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of like uh, side guys. Like contractors who are doing like data tagging, like some like contract devs. Uh, stuff but we were like actively hiring so <laughs> how many users do you have or how big is your community uh um, we've had like a couple of pilots before in which so one of the ways is to collect data we gave the app for like free to a bunch of non-profits and had them use it just get like organic data that collect so we had like a lot of data that we collect from reddit and on top of that so all oh, reddit interesting Uh, so that plus like other uh, the data we got from that the pilots is what what we used, and we took that, showed it to investors, you know, raised money, and we signed a contract with like a substance use treatment provider. So we we just recently started a pilot there. It's like a single site. I think right now we about a hundred, like about eighty patients. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's like. scaling Moving. pretty fast and it's like w- within like 2 months we'll be expanding to uh, another like 15 different locations over there wow yeah so that's, it's it's going to be like that's great you're going to need more so, like, people managing 15 locations with four people will be hard so uh yeah i mean like the thing at a startup is that like a lot of the stuff you can do you have to like ensure that tasks you do can scale yeah like one person needs to be able to like do multiple stuff and like everything you do has to be able to like Sure. So the the way with our app is that we have patients uh, like within groups you you create like peer moderators so organically you have people within the groups who act as like leaders who are managing stuff like and they admins can, for our moderators yeah. just like reddit moderators pretty much manage our, our subreddit so describe your experience as a startup participant in this year's mass challenge health tech cohort uh it It's really cool. Like we we kind of like familiar with Mass Challenge. We were in like the regular Mass Challenge program before. Oh, okay. So, so this is your second participation, second year. Yeah. Uh, so this was like the first time in health tech, but first, it, it's kind of like the same people, the same program, mm-hmm. and it's generally Mass Challenge is pretty cool because it gives you like an amazing network. You have access to other other startups, like other founders who are doing like incredibly cool stuff. You have access to investors, pretty much like cool. anyone in Boston who is important. is connected to mass challenge and you can reach them to that uh, the great benefit of the of the health tech program is that we actually got a chance to like work with uh, like champions so who were your sponsors who were your champions so the massachusetts health Pol- health, health policy commission mm-hmm. uh, then there was cigna and optum oh uh, wow those yeah. are big names yep <laughs> in what ways if any can blockchain add value to your business and or provide additional value to your users 
It's uh, it's honestly not something we we thought about. Like there was a whole joke we used to have like about a year ago when we were fundraising. Is that uh, like it's mo- ICO, like, right? like mo- most most startups like uh, you know even if they're not AI tend to put AI because it's just like much easier to like, raise money. Right. Like we actually use it so it counts. But like uh, especially in like the investing space, like blockchain was definitely a buzzword. And like personally, and this might be controversial or something, but like I'm bit of a blockchain skeptic. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's like a legitimate use for blockchain for like the original task it was intended. That was decentralized like currency, mm-hmm. and like it definitely makes sense for that. But for everything else, I think you're en- you you're usually going to end up having like uh, some sort of like central authority who's managing it. Like you have startups are doing blockchain for like you know different stuff. But they're the ones who are controlling all of the nodes. I, right. right, like right. It's, You're not the only one who thinks that way. I'm sure there are other skeptics as well, and there are many Bitcoin maximalists too, um, who think sort of in the same. Yeah, election. like I, yeah, I, like I do know people are using like in in the healthcare space they're using blockchains for like like patient records. Like you want a way to like ensure that like no one can tamper with it, and mm-hmm. there are definite like uh, use cases for that. But. Uh, for it's, you right now, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's your, it's not something you're gonna. And and it's also like fundamentally, like it's a very complicated technology. Sure. Like, like these algorithms. Like, if you look at all of the hacks that have been going around, it's and you know you need like someone who's like really like dedicated to that field to build it. Like, you can't just half-ass like no, implement you, a blockchain right. in a company and like exactly. Some people are trying to add blockchain to their existing. Workforce, but it's really an infrastructural change that has to take place. Yeah, like, it, it, you can't just tack it onto the side yeah. or something. Like a database works. For us. <laughs> right, right. Database works, and that's that's perfectly fine. Not blockchain is not intended for every use case. Absolutely. So, um, but who knows? In the future, maybe you'll find a reason. I mean, that yeah, like makes we, sense. like we we know like actual like uh, healthcare companies are, like dealing with like blockchains. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if I should mention names or stuff, but like they're definitely interested mm-hmm. and like if they if their medical records are going to be on the blockchain, then like we'll have to work with that. So final question, what does your company roadmap look like for the rest of 2019 and then beyond? So we have like one pilot that we're like scaling and executing. So uh, proving the metrics on that in terms of, you know, what's the engagement we generate on the platform, like is definitely going to be that. We want to get like at least uh, one or two more of these types of pilots and set them in place. We want to finish our hiring, have the app like well established. We have two grants uh, that we're working on right now, so they're going to be done by the end of the year. Uh, we'll have like some results there. Uh, yeah, all of this is just essentially to like get us ready for like the Series A uh, round that we're doing. And if CDC, we, uh, the Series A investment, Series A, Series yeah, A, yeah, and okay. like if these go well, we'll be like on a good track for. Uh, the next round of fundraising. Great. Well, thank you for speaking with me today. Uh, Marigold thank you Health, for having everybody. me on. Great. Um, they can reach you, marigoldhealth.com. Yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Hey, all you cyberpunk health warriors and nimble digital disruptors. Check out healthunchained.org and remember to subscribe to Health Unchained on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. Join the Health Unchained community on our Telegram group, t.me slash healthunchained. If you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends, your bosses, your teams, your students to listen and subscribe. Thank you.